a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and it's a it's a great day in the state of Utah as the Utah Jazz finished out the regular season yesterday, securing the best record in the NBA. And there's a host of lessons for us to to think through and go through. Uh, some of those are life lessons. Some of those are leadership lessons. Uh, even some political lessons. Uh, when the Jazz uh, locked it all up uh, for the regular season last night, I thought there's one inside source I've got to tap into for the right lessons from just the season that was the Utah Jazz, and that's our own Alex Curie. Alex, thanks for joining us, man. Hey, Boyd. Uh, thanks for having me on. Did you say political? Because I'm out. If yeah. We're going to go that route. We're, we're going to go deep. In fact, I'm going to start on the political route because here's here, here's the thing I want you to respond to. In politics, you do not get an election certificate for winning a primary. Uh, have the Jazz just won the primary or are we going to win the general yeah. election here? Uh, yeah, I mean, that, there's a lot of truth to that where it's like uh, – and I think a lot of the, the bigger market teams are kind of doing that. That's cute for you guys. That's kind of their move where, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's nice, Utah. You guys had a pretty nice season. And I think they do a little bit of the same thing with Phoenix too. They go, that's, that's a really cute Cinderella story you guys had this year where you went from being really bad to the number two seed in the West. And so you kind of have the one and two seeds – who are still sort of underdogs for yeah. multiple reasons. You know, Phoenix isn't a big market, bigger market than Utah, obviously, but it's not LA. And uh, we have two LA teams that are staring down their noses at everybody else. And, and they kind of, and they kind of can because the world <laughs> champs are still in, in LA and so is LeBron. And so you always worry about it. Yeah, that's uh, that is exactly right. And, uh, and I, and I do think it's interesting uh, both from a Utah standpoint in particular, but Phoenix uh, gets us a little bit as well. Uh, it is sort of the, the pat on the head from the uh, establishment yeah. teams, uh, which we would call them in politics, the, uh, the, uh, the established class there. Uh, and there has been a little bit of that, that uh, I think could spark a populist uprising. The the Jazz have had a, a couple of games this year where the calls were so bad and so horrific that even the league had to come out and say, yeah, we didn't just miss a call. <laughs> we missed a yeah, series of calls at the end of a game. Uh, is, there a, is there a populist uprising coming that's going to back the Utah Jazz rolling into the playoffs? Mm-hmm. I mean, from from our population, obviously, but the but the thing is, is that uh, those two minute those two minute reports, the last two minute reports, these L two M's that they call them at the end of these games, that yeah. they basically go through and look and see what a job, good or bad, that the referees did. You know, they came back multiple times this season and said, "Yeah, we missed these calls," and it happened to go in the favor many times or, or against the Utah Jazz. And you know, for the most part, it hasn't been uh, a huge problem so far because the Jazz have gotten to where they want to be. They probably could have been a little bit more comfortable, you know, but I, I, I'm, 
the good news is, is the NBA does this, and then they kind of they punish the referees who don't do a good job. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like the NFL where they say, hey, you're not going to be on a crew if you don't grade out well who's going to be in the, uh, in the playoffs. And so yeah. they're interested in the best basketball. And if that includes, I mean, obviously, and the Jazz are playing some of the best and most exciting basketball. It's the best shoot, uh, three-point shooting team in the history of the NBA, boy. Do you think yeah. about how good other teams have been, even in recent years, because the three-point shot is kind of, you know, the new thing. And so I think that, I think that uh, it is an exciting brand of basketball. If, even if people don't want to admit it, they just they shoot the lights out from yeah. beyond the arc. And they kind of have this Hoosiers extra pass thing that, uh, that, that people like, too. So whether or not it's, it's a sexy sell for the TV ratings, which is absolutely what I think, you know, uh, advertisers really want. And ultimately, the NBA would, would never say otherwise. <laughs> they would never right. say they want it that way. But you know, the reality is there's more eyeballs in, in uh, you know, out east in the, in the big New York markets and, and in L.A. makes a lot more sense for them, literally. So yeah. it's a, it's a, you can see why we are put upon. And you know what? That's our role, Boyd, always. Whatever <laughs> Chip on shoulder. is in this state, yes, <laughs> we will be offended by anything. We will be put upon and at least felt like we're being put upon by anybody. We, can, we have a very good talent at uh, finding those things. That's right. And we will prove out. We will prove out superiority in the end. Uh, now, this is one of my favorite lessons – from this season with the Utah Jazz uh, was one that came the night that Jarrell Brantley uh, got some serious minutes and totally took advantage of his moment. Uh, and then he described it this way. So it's special to be in that position and it's special that our teammate, my teammates and the coaches trusted me with that role and with that task and, you know, it's it's amazing. These moments are amazing. Today was amazing. So um, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but today was amazing. <laughs> I can listen to that all day long. Alex, I don't know about tomorrow, but yeah. today is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, the NBA has a little bit less. They have fewer of these stories yeah. compared to other, the other sports because they have so fewer roster spots that are available. And so, uh, you know, the, you see this in baseball quite often where a guy gets called up and it's got, you know, the, the manager pointing down the bench to the yep. kid, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and that's a little bit what you get. And, and Quinn Snyder's willing to let these guys, you, you know, kind of, uh, and they've had so many moments. They've won, they have the biggest point differential, uh, you know, separating themselves from, uh, they, they win by the most points yeah. in the league. And so they've had a lot of these blowout games. And that's when you can get guys like, like Brantley and 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 uh, Trent Forrest is the same way. Trent Forrest is this yeah. guy who comes in and they make these shots and they must be out of their minds, Boyd. And then, but they have to pretend like it's normal. Like it's, it's normal. It, oh my gosh! It, the, one of the coolest things if you look look for the search it out if people haven't done it either. Go on the Jazz Twitter page and they have a shot of them all in the airplane last night and it looks like you know one of these just great team shots. But they're all in their street clothes and they're just like waving at the camera in like you know the fuselage of the plane and Rudy looks like he's like he looks he's all serious you know but everybody else is like yeah you know and and I thought what this feels like a high school ragtag kind of you know making a run in the playoffs and I hope they keep that attitude because honestly all these guys have been brushed aside at some yeah. point right yeah. you know, Jordan Clarkson uh Joe Ingles had no shot you know Rudy Gobert wears a number 27 because he he felt like he was slighted you know being picked that late in the first round everybody's got a story essentially about, you know, uh, having to pick it up again. Even Mike Conley having an amazing career somewhere else and then having to start over here. Yeah. And, and, you know, there, there's a story for all these jazz, you know, teammates. 
And I think that one of the things we do in, in, uh, in sports, Boyd, is we, we think that all these guys just get along. And, and we found out last year that's not true, right, obviously, right. even with the two big superstars on the team. But you know what they do? They work together really stinking well. Yeah. And, and, and like when they're on the court, they're total pros. Yep. And if we're going to go back to the politics game, I wish it was like that more where it's like, yeah, we do not agree on a lot of things, but you know what we can do is we can get stuff done and we can win and yeah. I can get you that pick and roll dunk all day. You know, That's right. so I want to see more pick and roll dunks from, from like Chuck Schumer. You know there what I'm we saying? Go. Like, let's if, we, see. if we can get a uh, Schumer to McConnell to Pelosi <laughs> yes. to Biden, oh. You, know. you picked all those people with the best vertical leaps. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or no <laughs> vertical leaps. All right. Hey, I've just got 30 seconds for you, Alex. Uh, I want to get a leadership lesson uh, from Quinn Snyder, uh, the way he navigated and led this team, uh, ragtag as it may be, and how you described it. Uh, what's the leadership principle coming out of uh, hopefully what will be his uh, Coach of the Year honors this year? I don't know if he's going to be the Coach of the Year. He's actually not the favorite at all, right. and I think he's okay with that. And part of this is because he's not very vocal and he's not, yeah. you know, the team's pushing a lot of other awards. They're not pushing that one. Mm. And I think they're okay with it. They know Quinn's probably the best in the league, right? Yeah. He didn't, he didn't have the biggest flip of the, of the record. And you know what he's doing? He has his guys. He keeps everything close to the vest. He's not willing to talk about all the little secrets that they have mm. because they haven't reached anything yet. And he's the first, he barely showed some emotion last night. First time I saw it, he started hugging guys. Yeah, a few hugs last night. Oh, and, and you know what? And those guys already know, like he does that. He, they know how much he loves them. Yeah. And so, you know, we don't have to see it on the, uh, um, you know, on TV all the time. And so I think it's pretty special what he's been able to do with these guys. And it's been a relatively short amount of time. And so, He's done. He's done amazing things so far, and we do well to keep Quinn in Utah as long as possible. Yeah, I think he epitomizes the uh, the real leadership test of you know. There's no limit to what you can do as long as you don't care who gets that's the credit. Right. Yeah, that's right. Good stuff, Alex Carey. Always appreciate your analysis. See, look at that. We got you into the political space. You did. I know. Just, you did I just mentioned great. Chuck Schumer. I mentioned Chuck Schumer. I'm so impressed. I'm out. We're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have quit. you back. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Boyd. Hey, thanks, Alex. That's Alex Carey. You can listen to him and uh, his tag team partner Scott Mitchell on Unrivaled here on KSL News Radio. Great analysis, and there are so many great life lessons uh, in the season that the Utah Jazz just concluded the regular season. And as always, the real test is what comes next. Can you be ready for the playoffs? Can you make that run all the way to the gold ring? We're going to keep watching and we're going to keep following it here on KSL News Radio. Big congrats to the Utah Jazz, best record in the league. And now let the games begin. We're going to step aside, final commercial break. When we come back, we're going to take one last look at the glass conversation we've been having today. Uh, Who is the person in the glass and what are you responsible for? Find out next. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.